Hello and welcome to my podcast. It's your 10-minute consultation to retrain your brain for success. I'm Chartered Psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang, and in each session, I'm going to look at a different interpersonal problem, give you the psychological explanations for why it occurs, the common reactions, and suggest some behavioral solutions you can try. I'm never seeking to change your practice. You've got here just fine without me, but simply broaden your options. The more choices we have in a situation, the more effective we're likely to be. Today, I'm going to look at how a visual representation helps us make changes stick. Our brains are magnificent. They can handle so many thoughts, so many processes, so many things that we go through. They help us adapt. They help us make changes. But they do tend to veer on the side of wanting to see the positive. Now, I know that seems quite strange, especially if maybe some of you have a bit of a glass half empty outlook. But our brains often try to protect us from feeling shame, feeling sadness, feeling those really deep negative emotions. And rather, they make us think angrily or it makes us think aggressively or defensively. But any of you who've ever tried to maybe lose weight or uh, learn a new skill and it's been tricky for you, our brains also kid us that we might be doing more than we actually are. One of the biggest examples from the fitness industry is that they always say diet is more important than exercise when it comes to losing weight. And unless you really track your diet and really put in what you're eating, it's extremely easy to think oh, I've burnt off so many calories with my run that it's absolutely fine to eat whatever it might be. And of course, that is exactly one way that we sabotage our progress. We do this in other areas too. We might think, oh, absolutely, I can easily help you move house. And that's more likely to happen when we're in a good mood. We're likely to agree to things like that. And then we get to the moment and we think, oh, I really didn't want to do that. We have a tendency to be led almost by our emotion at the time rather than thinking wisely and thinking things through. Now, that doesn't mean think critically the whole time or think judgmentally, because a lot of the time psychologists talk about the emotional side of our brain and the rational one. And a lot of people say, oh, it's very important to have the emotional or it's very important to have the rational. Well, actually, it's important to have a bit of both. And that little Venn diagram, if you were to draw emotion and rationality, in the middle where it crosses over, that's wisdom. And that's what you need to focus on when you're making decisions, when you're choosing to do something, when you're taking action, you need to take it in a wise frame of mind. I'm going to give you two examples in this short podcast today of how you can really start to streamline some of your commitments, because one of the common problems that we have is we agree to too many things and then we find ourselves doing all those things that really exhaust us and don't have any time for the things that we actually want to do. And I'm also going to talk about the vision board. But first of all, indulge me in this. Have a think about one of your goals, whatever that might be. It might be to change your career. It might be to travel. Maybe not now, but eventually it might be to find that relationship, whatever it is. Think about that goal. And when you've got that goal, I want you to think about realistically all of the things that you did yesterday that really feed into that goal. 
Now, when I do this with my classes, I ask them to list out their goals, you know, break them down into smaller steps, break them down to even smaller steps than that and write down one action they can do. And everyone thinks, yeah, I'm really ready to go. I'm going to do it. It's great. And then I ask them, well, what did you actually do yesterday? And probably only about half the class did anything that would potentially get them towards that goal. And that's when you really write it down and think about it. But in everyday life, you don't usually carry a journal around. So I'm going to ask you to think about using visual representations, even writing something down on your phone. Let's take our commitments, for example. We might agree to see lots of different people and some of those people energize us. Some of those people exhaust us. Some of those things that we have to do are things that are a necessity. Other things are things that we might enjoy. Some may be good for our health. Some may be good for our relationships and so on. If you have a calendar that allows you to color code, what I'd like you to do is color code each of those things because that way, if you can colour code all of your priorities as well as all the things that you're doing that you'd perhaps rather not do, you will begin to see which colour is taking over. And simply by using that visual, you can look at it and actually decide to do something about it. Such is the power of the visual. We don't kid ourselves that, oh, it's fine. I'm not really spending that much time with that person I really don't like. We can look at our calendar and make sure that that's the case. Another lovely example of how visuals can really help us is the vision board. Now, coaches may advise you to use a vision board if they believe particularly in the law of attraction. It is a great book and there's nothing wrong with believing in that. The law of attraction suggests that if you have a goal and you state it and you have those images there, you've put it out there in the universe and you're more likely to attract that to you. It's a, it's a lovely way to think about it. I like to think about it more on a psychological basis. And I have a vision board. I break it down into different segments of my life. And I look at my material and financial goals, things that I need to just keep my life running in the way I enjoy it. I look at my relationship goals. I look at people who inspire me and I have images or quotes in there. And I also have my career and personal development goals. Each of those has a picture and each of those has a statement or a ambition, a drive that I'm aiming for. You can choose to put your vision board together however you like. You can get apps on your phones. You can also create a collage. You can actually have it on post-it notes. Do it however you wish. But the whole point of the vision board is, first of all, you actually have to think about what your goals really are. But the second point is, which is the more important one, it keeps you focused on them. A really simple example of this is when I was wanting to buy my house. I took the time to really think about the type of house I wanted to buy. I mean, you're going to spend a lot of money on a house, so it may as well be right, especially if you're going to stay there for some time. And on my vision board, I had a picture of what I really wanted the open plan kitchen dining area to look like. And as soon as a house came up that really matched that, I immediately said, I'm going to go and see that house. And it was really lucky I did, because in that particular case, I made an offer on it straight away. Um, and three other offers came on that day and I was lucky enough to have mine accepted. But had I not really known what I was looking for, 
I might have simply thought, oh, well, here's an option. But by focusing and knowing what we're looking out to do or to achieve, we begin to recognise the opportunities that will lead us there. What you will find if you attend any of my training sessions or if you're one of my coaching clients is that I always ask you to do exercises. I ask you to write things down. I ask you to fill in graphs or charts. It doesn't matter how you actually represent certain thought processes or certain ways of using personal development activities, but you need to represent them because that way they're tangible. That way you can see them and that way your brain doesn't kid you. And that comes to the end of our session. For longer practical exercises for personal professional effectiveness, do subscribe to my weekly webinar show, Energy Top Up, presented alongside award-winning parent and family coach Sharon Lawton, which is on my YouTube channel, The Wellness League.